welcome to the podcast of the Cathedral of Mary Our Queen in Baltimore, Maryland. We hope you will join us at Mass on Saturday at 5 p.m., Sunday at 8 a.m., 9.30 a.m., or 11 a.m. Also, you can find more information about our upcoming events on our website, cathedralofmary.org. Have a blessed day. Here we are almost 10 days, a quarter of the way through our Lenten observance. And if I had to make everyone here give a progress report on how they're doing on their Lenten fast, what they've given up, we might see a little bit of squirming, a little bit of uneasiness going on. That's all right. It certainly hasn't been an easy 10 days so far, even for priests or deacons. So you're in good company. But you know, today's readings in many ways all three of them kind of touch on the subject of how to deal with discomfort. How to kind of address those uncomfortable situations that we can find ourselves in, whether kind of self-inflicted, as in many ways our Lenten observances are, or imposed on us from outside. We heard about in the first reading today, the call of Abram. Here he was, a patriarch of really nothing. He was not a Jewish person. He was just in his own territory. And yet God called him away from the land of his kinsfolk, called him away to make of him a new nation, a holy people. Abram, who was himself elderly at the time, who was childless, was called into a very uncomfortable situation. How was God going to make sense out of all these promises that he was going to deliver on? How was God going to make these things happen? And yet, sure enough, Abram rose to the occasion. He left what was familiar, what was comfortable behind. He went and followed the call of God. In our second reading today, we hear about how it's important to remember that we are all called to a holy life. St. Paul does not say that we're called to a comfortable life, an easy life, a worry-free or carefree life, but he specifically says that we are each called to a holy life. He also flat out says that we're called to bear our share of hardship for the sake of the gospel. Certainly, that's an uncomfortable message for, for St. Paul's disciples, his listeners. And then finally, we have that gospel message. What a beautiful invitation from the Lord, a beautiful opportunity for Peter, James, and John to be at the top of the mountain to witness the transfiguration of Christ, to kind of witness the fulfillment of all their deepest longings. We hear about how Moses and Elijah, the fulfillment of the law and the prophets, was right there in their midst. And Peter's desire is to get comfortable. Peter says, let me put a tent up for you, for Moses, for Elijah. Let me make you comfortable, Lord, because it is good that we are here. I don't want to let a good thing stop. Peter wants to let the good times keep on rolling. And yet immediately, God, a voice from the heavens, cuts Peter off mid-sentence and says, you got to listen to my son. My son is not calling you to a life of comfort. My son 
really in many ways is inviting passion, is inviting suffering, but is calling you to holiness and to glory. And so for us who are journeying through this Lenten observance, through this period of self-sacrifice, of self-restraint and discipline, it can be difficult. It can be uncomfortable. But how does the Lord invite us to rise to the occasion when we face discomfort? You know, I think in many ways, recent weeks have seen so much discomfort in our life. We have political turmoil going on all around us. We have the outbreak of the coronavirus, which is just unleashing paranoia and fear at an alarming rate. There's a lot of unease, discomfort in our midst. And yet what the Lord is always inviting us to see is that even when there are difficult situations, whether they are imposed on us from without or whether they are self-inflicted, we are never to give in to discouragement. We are never to allow our fears or our anxieties to overwhelm us so that we cannot act, that we cannot respond, that we cannot move forward in freedom towards the fulfillment of all our hopes and longings. Even when sometimes we don't clearly see what is the way forward, the Lord is always inviting us to take that leap of faith. And so we should never allow our fears to paralyze us, keep us rooted, or kind of bury our heads in the sand. The Lord is always inviting us to journey forward. You know, I think about kind of comfort even in our own life of worship, in our liturgy. In many ways, we're comfortable with kind of what exists, what we know we have to do each and every time we come to Mass. And in kind of an interesting way, the precautions that we are taking in light of the coronavirus, they elicit a response from us. In so many ways, we can get comfortable with the practices that we have to take on. And so now we're being encouraged during the sign of peace, not to make bodily contact, not to offer a handshake to anybody. And so maybe it can kind of call us out of a bit of a rut in our worship life. Maybe instead of being able to kind of look around and say, all right, I got to shake this guy's hand and that person's hand. Instead, we're called to find a new, creative, interesting way to try and express our peace towards one another our fellowship with our brothers and sisters in the pews. And so in many ways, we're being shaken out of our comfort zones in a little way during Mass. But maybe we can see how we're being shaken from our comfort zones in enormous ways through our journey throughout Lent, through all that our faith calls us to, through the many ways in which we are invited forward. And so in all these practices, whether it be coming to Mass and wondering how I'm going to exchange the sign of peace in an appropriate way with another person while taking good precautions, or whether it be something more, let us see how the Lord is inviting us in this journey always to trust in Him, to trust in His promises and how He will deliver, how we will find fulfillment at the end of our discomfort.